Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac? Nick, did you know that we talked for 30 minutes yesterday about coons? We talked for 30 minutes about coons yesterday. We talked for about 30 minutes about coons. The best Reddit comment I've ever received, ever. Was I don't even for like our, Reddit. Our pod yesterday. Our podcast yesterday. Somebody just commented, and I tweeted it out. They spent thirty minutes talking about coons. Talking about coons. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh so hard today. On a so random good. note, I shot the coon in the face. That is that. not random. That is that is on point. So if people, <laughs> if people do care about my raccoons that I'm trying to get rid of, obviously not the Reddit guy. No, he doesn't. But, he doesn't care. Everyone else, I think, is interested in your coon story. So, what happened with the coon last night? I went out there, and I, I remember this is, after I had, the, this is after the podcast. After the podcast, and it's like midnight. I'm about to go to sleep, and I'm like, "Dang it!" You know, I think I do have a BB gun around here somewhere. Found a gun. Found the ammo. I actually found BBs in my like desk in my office. I'm like, I don't know why, but went outside. I literally, dude. You would think I was something off of uh, the Wanted, like that. Remember the movie where it curves the bullets and stuff? Oh yeah, up, yeah. Open that door. I felt so confident. I pulled it out like I was Bond or something. I shot, missed the first one, hit the fence. Did you turn? So it, it was a pistol, right? Yeah, like a BB pistol. Did you turn yeah, it sideways? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I was hardcore, man. I was like aiming. I was looking at the iron sights and everything. And then I, that second one, I'm only like ten feet from the thing. That second one, I hit him like I mean directly in between the eyes, and it made this like loud noise and went running off and like climbed up my fence. I think his climb up my fence creeped me out more than anything because I'm like, holy crap! I didn't think you could do that. Well, they have like little fingers, you know. They could just like. I know they're actually kind of cute, but. Yeah, but now he probably only has one eye, so. I don't care. I'm you, waiting. I'm you waiting. You highly for him limited to his game. <laughs> my Snapchat or people that's uh, friends with me on Snapchat. Uh, they probably got a kick out of it. But I already snapped a thing tonight of me sitting in my chair with my pistol waiting for the for the coons to come back. <laughs> You're just like an old man on your porch, like, stats are useless, and I'm just going to shoot, <laughs> shoot these coons. I don't like these no stats. Come back. I don't like the, y'all analy- analytics, but I don't like y'all coons. <laughs> All right, so we're not okay. going to spend 30 more minutes talking about coons today. All right, so we talked about the big three on Monday. Um, it was this past weekend. But a uh, player from the big three had a lot of good stuff to say about one Dennis Smith Jr., Isaac. Yeah, so Chauncey Phillips, and he, he talked with – he did over a radio interview. I don't know who he exactly did the radio interview for, 
but the Dallas Morning News did a story on it, and it kind of talked about what Billups said, and he was talking about Dennis Smith Jr. So I was going to read a couple of comments that Chauncey said, especially coming from, I don't know, a guy like that. that Would you say Billups is a Hall of Famer? Probably not. He was in a finals MVP. Yeah, so is Andre Gudala. He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame, probably. Yeah, so, is Chauncey Billups a, a Hall of Fame player? Like, is probably ben, not. Is Big Ben Wallace a Hall of Famer? I think he has more of a case than Chauncey, which is crazy. Like three-time Defensive Player uh, of the Year, five. What was he? Three or four? I think it was. Well, I don't know now. It was three or four. Yeah, but a lot. Anyway, so, so Chauncey was asked was asked about uh, Dennis Smith Jr. He said, "Hey, I love him. I think he's got the potential to be the Rookie of the Year in this in the league this year." He said, and this is what I like the most, I think he's the most polished out of all the point guards that were out there this year. I think he's the most polished pro-ready, in my opinion, and there's some really good ones that came out into the draft this year, and I like almost all of them. Polished is not something we've heard about Dennis Smith Jr. very much. No, it's not. I wouldn't say he's the most polished. I would probably say Lonzo's the most polished, uh, but... Lonzo with that uh, that shot though the shooting form I think just makes all the polish just look not polished. <laughs> yeah, but like polished, I I I, t- I take polished as somebody that can step in day one and is the most like ready now. And Lonzo, the shot ain't going anywhere, but Lonzo's going to step in day one and could average ten assists a game probably, and he's going to play his game like he plays it now most likely. So Dennis, I think Dennis is. Like he could step in and do the same, but I think Dennis still does have a, a few areas of his game that I think he could. But I think he's right there with Lonzo. Still, really good compliment from Chauncey, though. Yeah, definitely. No, and and to see some of these guys start coming out and you know praising Dennis Smith Jr. is is reassuring too. And it's probably why so many people are high on him and they wouldn't trade you know him for Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. And then Chauncey made the comparison that I really liked because I actually did a whole piece on this. Yeah. And the the guy asked him, hey, you know, someone's compared him to Derrick Rose with the jump shot, blah, blah, blah. And Billups says, no, it, he compares him to somebody else. He said, Billups says, he reminds me a little bit of Baron Davis when BD was coming into the league with his explosiveness. His handles are really good. He can also shoot it. Dennis has really quick hands defensively. Nice. Which is really cool because he actually brought out a defensive trait. And that's something we never, I mean, anybody ever praises Dennis Smith Jr., they're never, you know, making a note to say something about his defense. So that was really cool to see. Yeah, and that's something we talked about in our draft profile of him, that if he wanted to be a good defensive player, he could be because of the quick hands, because of the way he gets after the ball, because of, you know, because of those traits and so it's good to see an nba player that was up for a gm job you know like this is not just some nba player this is a guy that people think can really evaluate talent and you know is a good you know guy to run like a front office even you know become a general manager so really encouraging stuff to hear from chauncey even though he didn't he isn't a gm (laughs) you know he was considered to be one so yeah ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks it's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. 
Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. We are actually going to talk about an article that I wrote on Mavs Moneyball right now. It is called NBA Players You Should Sleep On. And the premise of the article is that during the draft, summer league, any previewing the season, anytime fantasy drafts, anytime we we start revving up for something, we preview something, we look at players, we you know try to evaluate players, and we always say these are players you shouldn't sleep on. You know, I think Yogi Ferrell was kind of a guy like, oh, don't sleep on Yogi Ferrell, or like Justin Anderson for a while was like, don't sleep on Justin Anderson, and you know Dwight Powell even at the beginning stages of when his tenure here in Dallas was like, don't sleep on Dwight Powell, he can be blah blah blah. So, if you can sleep on a player, or if you can, if you are told to not sleep on a player, that means you can sleep on a player. So, what players in the NBA should we sleep on? And so, I split it up into basically two categories. There are players that seem to be good, and players that are paid to be good. <laughs> so, players that seem to be good, but aren't necessarily, they don't play ideally for you know the NBA's game right now, but they're still good players. Or players that are, are paid basically bad contracts. Now, it wasn't all completely bad contracts. And there are some that fit both of these. So, all right. Right off the bat, was there anybody on my list that you completely disagreed with? Um, Not completely. There's two or three names that I was... Any of them, I wouldn't, some of them you're just taking a nap on. You're not You're not taking like yeah, a full sleep, you know? A little, na- little nappish, you know, like there's a lot of your names that you put on like solid names. I would go to sleep like a full night's sleep on them. But there's a, a couple of them that are like just 30 minute nap naps that I'd be like, okay, it's a quick nap, but I don't, I'm not going to fully go to sleep on I'm them. not getting in a full REM cycle there. I'm just doing no, it. No, 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 no. So which one are, I think it was Drummond was one of those guys. Okay. So we're not going to go through the whole list, right? No, no, we'll just go through the names that stick out. Okay, so, yeah, so Nick's first one, he had Andre Drummond. I get it that you want to sleep on him, but there's also... (laughs) What? Not with him. (laughs) That's like the office quote where she says, and she was directly over you the entire time. That's what she said. (laughs) Wait, what was that? I'm confused. He's like, Michael's in the deposition. He's like, because like, so how old is Drummond? Drummond is 24, I think. I feel like we we went over this a few pods. I think we also, yeah, I think we've already also done this. I just like I get him guarding people on the perimeter is a struggle. Oh, but it's not. What? It's not a thing. (laughs) Yeah, but Whiteside can't either, though. Yeah, so, but he's, he's yeah. an elite rim protector, though. That's, that's yeah, the difference. So, yeah, and that, that is the difference. So they both can't guard on the perimeter. They both don't have really a you – know, they're not shooting it from the outside. Uh, they can both rebound a ton. They're not sh- neither of those guys are shooting from any side. <laughs> that's very true. But Whiteside does protect the rim better, and that's probably about it. But that that's like an elite skill. And so if you are – if you're but, but uh, what is Drummond's rebounding though? Drummond's rebounding is an elite skill though. Correct. Yeah, and and I talked about that in the article where I say that yeah, it's an elite skill. It's probably he, he is probably the best rebounder in the NBA, but if you're going to play if you're going to pay an NBA center that much money, they got to protect the rim better than the 27th or you know, 20th ranked rim protector in the NBA. And that's what his RPM kind of came out to. 
His RPM came out to 27. I don't know if he's 20, the 27th best center at you know rim protection. It's probably a little bit higher than that. But like if you put all the numbers together, but does his does his is his rebounding a good enough stat and a quality enough stat to outweigh the you know average defense that he gives you and then the the almost zero offense like that guy he doesn't create anything for you i mean he doesn't create anything for me but once again we could do we could say the same thing about like nerland's i mean nerland's ain't he isn't going to create anything for you i mean and then he, he drummond, can at least get out on the break but and then drummond's free throw shooting is such a liability like such a liability yeah it's so bad. yeah I, I do agree with that i mean that's i mean that's obviously a huge one with that it's just it's kind of like what we go into when I when I talk about Dwight Powell. Like, what does a player do well? And when I look at when I looked at your like list, and that really a lot of these players fall into that category of they do nothing like well, like they have no elite skill that they fall back on. And for Drummond, there's just something about a a 24 year old center that has the elite skill of rebounding that he still is seven feet and. You know, a seven-foot elite rebounder. He, yeah, I mean, statistics say he's a bad defender, but at 24, it's not something that you can't. Like he can get better in that. He has the ability to get better as a as a rim protector, at least. Yeah. So we're we're gonna be on year six of Drummond, though. Yeah. So and and center's I mean, not really a position where they add things to their game. You know, they're not like wings or guards where you're always trying to add something. You're adding a post game where you're adting, you know, a different element to your game. Centers you kind of come into league and they're pretty much what they are. What, you know? Like what 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 year are we hitting with Nerlens though? This is year 4 of Nerlens. He was 2013 draft, right? Or year 5? Something like Cause, that. Cuz I mean, but, this is going to be the first year. I mean, so like that's But he's barely I mean, he hasn't played that much because of injuries and you know yeah. last year last year in philadelphia i mean what do you count that as he was a third center a lot of the time he's played nerlens has played 193 games this will be his this will be his fifth season coming up so he's played i just can't say if a 24 year old is like done figuring out his game I mean, it's like harrison barnes i mean barnes is 24 when he signed here and look at the step he made over the past year drummond has played 385 games <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a ton. That's a ton. I mean, you're getting that's a big sample size for him, and uh, yeah, no, and you're not you're not giving up on the player. Like sleeping on a player is not like giving up on him. It's just like, all right, we can table this guy for now, and you got to show me something. You show me something. You show me something different in your game. You improve in these areas, and then you're a player that we can like start thinking about and writing about and, and being excited about. It, sleeping on players is a player that I'm not excited about, and I don't really want to spend a lot of time on which is ironic that i would write and highlight these players but <laughs> yeah and it's it's and like you have to be realistic too like there's when we say a guy can get better in a, in an area yeah it's not like do we think drummond can is going to start hitting three pointers no he's not i mean it's never going to be part of his game but can him can he become an elite rim protector it very well kid because the chance of him becoming a, a rim protector Compared to the chances of him becoming a stretch five, definitely lean more towards the rim. Oh, protection. for sure, and he has all the physical tools to do it as well. You exactly, know, really good athlete. You know, guy can, you know, jump. He is, you know, the length to do it as well. I mean, he's he's averaged over a block every single year, so there, there's at least some capacity there for you know blocking shots. Just the the mental aspect of it now, and is he locked in? You know, is he 
going to actually you know put the work in and do that. Another stat for Drummond as we finish up with him. Uh, there's only a couple players that averaged 30 minutes per game or less that made $20 million last year. I told yeah, you, I like this stat. I, I told you the list once. Do you remember any of the names? I was like, what? Dwayne Wade? Yep. I know he was on there. Is it Cantor, maybe? No, he only makes sense. No. Uh, there's another uh, high-profile like center that was on that list. That we mentioned last week. That was Steven kind of, Adams. Steven Adams was kind of controversial there. Uh, yes. Guy that just got traded to the Lakers. I don't know. Brooke Lopez. Oh, Brooke Lopez. He played under 30 minutes. Yeah. He averaged less than 30 minutes. That's weird because Brooke can hit threes. Right. It's just And, it's, and Brooklyn didn't have any players, which is just weird. But yeah. they're coming off injuries and stuff all the time. Uh, another guy for Houston. Mm, that made Tony May, I guess, Ryan Anderson. Yep, Ryan Anderson, less than 30 minutes a game. And then the Dwight Mayor. Dwight Howard was the last uh, guy. So – the players that made $20 million or more and averaged 30 minutes or less, Steven Adams, Dwayne Wade, Dwight Howard, Brooke Lopez, Ryan Anderson, and Andre Drummond. Mm. So you got a bunch of centers and Dwayne Wade. <laughs> but, and I'll admit, too, like there is a there is a partial bias to me about men, like actual big men in the paint. And I miss that. I miss that from my time growing up. I miss that from even in the early 2000s. I miss seeing big, you know, forces in the paint. You know, I'm like the Dwight Howard early years, you know, whatever it is. So, like, Drummond is kind of one of the – like, Valenzuelas, I like watching him play. (laughs) I know he's like a second-unit guy now because he can't guard any people. He he almost made this list. Yeah, so – but like I like I like Drummond. I like somebody – I like – I just like a big body that can bang down down low. That's just how – I don't know. I missed that in the game, and I'm going to miss it going forward too. All right, and then in the next category, which is players that still might be able to play, I listed three young guys that are, you know, they're younger and like maybe the best basketball is ahead of them, but they just haven't really shown enough for me yet to get excited about them. But they're names that we hear a lot, uh, and one of those that you were kind of interested in is Aaron Gordon. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because. I kind of like agree with you some that I don't put him on the same category as some of these other up and coming like young players that I think could be like superstars. And like, for instance, like when I look at Orlando, he's not untouchable. He's not like for me, in my opinion, he wouldn't be untouchable. He wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, when you think of their best player, I don't know if I'm thinking of Aaron Gordon first. Yeah. There's just, there is a lot of holes to this game and like, like him, what does he do, do well? Is he a glorified Dwight Powell? Whoa. I mean. Whoa. I mean, come on. Like, so, <laughs> Shots fired. But, but uh, man, obviously I think I would take him over Dwight Powell. But, it, I mean, his elite thing is jumping and, and outside of that. But I, I will say this to defend him some. They they try to play him at the three, please. I mean, what yeah, are we trying to do? That like, guy's a four. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. So, why I didn't, why I would not sleep on him, compared to you had him on your list to sleep on him, just be, mainly because of his age. And I think he's he's a guy that has potential. That if, gosh, if if he just got out of that system, or if they just switched up their complete system, I think he could turn into something more. Yeah, like imagine uh, 
Aaron Gordon playing for like D'Antoni's system? Yeah, well, D'Antoni likes somebody who can hit the threes, though, and he really can't do that. But as a, as a five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be intriguing for sure. That's interesting to me because he, he can get out, he can run. You know, you got the fast break going. Uh, the, the interesting part about Aaron Gordon for me is he's an unrestricted or he's a restricted free agent next offseason. So there's what not, is he going to get, man? What is he going to get? There's there's not a ton of team. I think people are saying that there's going to be nine teams with cap space at all <laughs> next <laughs> next year, which the Mavericks are probably going to be one of them. There's a dude walking down the street right now with a Tom Brady jersey. What are you doing, man? What up, Tommy boy? Where are you? Okay. Um, no, I mean I put him on my list when I when I did a top ten list of free agents next or yeah next year yeah realistically for Dallas you know he would he would fit fall into that category kind of in the Jabari situation a younger player that would fit the timeline that you could maybe overpay and it would I mean it would freak me out seeing Dallas overpay but yeah it would be, be a situation like that to where is Orlando committed enough committed enough if they don't do an extension this fall. And he hits restricted free agency. How much are they willing to pay to keep him this, you know, next summer? Yeah, and and what is he worth to them? You know, the market yeah. the market will somehow you know come into play. Like if New Orleans ends up making fifteen, he's probably like he's probably worth more than that. But just the market ended up saying that. So for Aaron Gordon, the market might be lower because there's not a ton of cap space, but there's a ton of free agents that are you know going to be available next year. We talked about them a couple pods ago. Uh, but just yeah, what is he? What is this guy gonna get, and what is he worth? But he, he, I put him on this list because he always seems to be that guy. When you talk about the future of Orlando, they're like, well, they just don't know what they have in Aaron Gordon yet. You know, Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon, and you're thinking, like, what has this guy actually even done yet? You know, he can't, he got yeah. robbed of the slam dunk contest. But another guy that's sort of in that same situation is Jordan Clarkson of the Lakers. He is always lumped into those other guys. You know, when it was Russell, Randall, Clarkson, now Ingram. You know, he's always just lumped in with those other guys. But do you know Jordan Clarkson is the same age as Harrison Barnes? <laughs> well, he falls into the same category with Dwight Powell. Like, what does he do well? It's Like, it's just one of these younger guys that's like, oh, he does all these things okay, but what? tell me what he does really well. And in this sort of the same way as Dwight Powell, he was a second round pick that like almost came out of nowhere and, and gave you great value for the pick that you made, you know? And that team had nothing when he first came onto the scene. You know, he had he had almost a Yogi Ferrell type rise where the t- the Lakers just had nothing. And then Clarkson, the set, you know, forty sixth pick, I think, came out of nowhere and was, you know, awesome and really good for them. And so then now you look at that player's value. Well now he's making twelve million a year, which is not terrible. But then all of a sudden you're thinking, is he really part of the future? Is he really a guy that you want to build your team, you know, with and be one of your cornerstone pieces? And I just don't really see it. Like I just don't really. He'll be dumped. He'll be dumped before the trade deadline. We'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> also, in uh, I know you don't like advanced stats, but uh, defensive um, real plus minus. Well, I love how you say it. I love how you don't like advanced stats. Because I know immediately after this, you're gonna, after I mention this, you're going to be like, well, advanced stats. So, but uh, defensive real plus minus, there's only two yeah. point guards that ranked below him. Do you want to try to guess who they are? Two point <laughs> guards that are worse defensively, statistically, than... Raul Neto. <laughs> no, Neto's actually, actually pretty good. Um, One of them is an all-star, I'll give you that. Oh crap, Kyrie? No, good guess though. 
Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Kemba? No. Shorter. Shorter than Kemba. Or old Boykins. <laughs> no, active players. Like, this is last year. They don't have real <laughs> defensive real plus minus stats on Earl Boykins. Come on. <laughs> no, I don't know. Give them to me. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Okay, yeah, I should have got that. And then the man out of Texas, DJ Augustine. Oh, my gosh. That cat. <laughs> yeah. So those are the only two players that were point guards that were worse defensively in terms of defensive real plus minus. All right. Uh, the last couple wait, guys. I, wait, I want to say this real quick. Yeah, go ahead. So, with the advanced stats thing, I have I, I took a screenshot of a tweet today, and I meant to send it to you, so you reminded me of it. Like for instance, there's there's a reporter that I follow that's that follows the Jazz, and he loves the Jazz. So ever since Ricky Rubio's came over, <laughs> is it David Locke? <laughs> he no no no, it's not David Locke. He's been like coming. He, he brings out all these the most random stats to prove how Ricky Rubio's just going to be great. Yeah. So the one today is players with a career still percentage of at least three sorted by career assist percentage. Really? And it's John Stockton, Chris Paul, Brevin Knight, and Ricky Rubio. Brevin Knight. Put- we got an Earl Boykins and a Brevin Knight shout out on the pod today. How about that? So it's just like, it's it's advanced stats like that where I was like, all right, let's prove my point. Let's find the most random stat, and he's connected to John Stockton. All right, Ricky Rubio, <laughs> let's go. And he's connected to John Stockton. I feel like we're going to be doing that with advanced stats with Dirk forever. Like if the Mavericks, yeah, sure. like if Laurie Mark, if we drafted Laurie Markkinen, he's just like. But I guarantee you, that's what's going to happen after this first year. They're like, Laurie Markkinen is closer to Dirk than you think. <laughs> on the on the left corner in the second quarter, oh, Laurie Markkinen's money from the left corner. He shoots sixty five percent from three, and did you know in Dirk's rookie year? He shot like that's the bull. That's not even an like, advanced stat. That's just a normal stat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's stuff like that. I was like, I, I get it to an point. Like I get it for front office people really piecing stuff together to try to build rosters and trying to find the most efficient ways to run plays and offensive schemes and all that stuff. But for people to prove points, you don't you don't even come at me with that. Anyway, let's keep on going. All right, now let's talk about some of the uh, the guys who just can't stay on the court for various different reasons. OJ one, Mayo. One <laughs> shout out to the hey. Tweet us if you liked the tweet us if you liked the twenty question spot. All right, <laughs> players who can't stay on the court. Former Maverick himself, Cancun. <laughs> what? Cancun Chandler? Cancun is that what we're calling it? That's what Bill Simmons tabbed him, so now I've just never forgot it. Chad Coon. Because he's always posted pictures in, like, vacation areas. The Max or Bust have sex with your mother, Chandler Parsons. (laughs) What the heck is that? (laughs) He said an expletive, and so I replaced it with the uh, the literal meaning. I was like, did he pull a Delonte West? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Delonte West, also a guy I'm sleeping on. LeBron's daddy. Um, That's mean. So... Chandler Parsons, yeah, I mean, I feel like I have to sleep on on Chandler Parsons. I mean, I was I was sleeping on him when he was healthy. So Parsons has played sixty six, sixty one, and thirty four games the last three years. I like Chandler Parsons' playmaking ability at the four. Besides that, yeah. he and he and one other player on the Grizzlies are going to be making the same amount of money next year. Oh gosh, Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol. 
gosh. That's bad. That's Get bad. out of there, Mark. That's bad. Get out of Memphis, Mark. Request a trade. Pull Kyrie. Another guy that is uh, can't stay on the court because of injuries. We've mentioned him as our – he was our starting center for the worst the worst contract starting five. Uh, Noah. <laughs> Joakim Noah. Noah has – like, Yeah, what? but this has been like World War Z if people sleep it on him, though. That, Wait, is anybody still awake? The Knicks just gave him a huge contract. For him? Well, like right now. <laughs> Noah has played 67, 29, and 46 games over the past three years. And what has he made? Like forty million, almost. Uh, all right, and then another one. The last two on this list. One is a Maverick, and one of them is playing down the road. Going to his going to his fourth team in five years. Uh oh. Uh oh. Rudy Who Gay. What do you think be? about Rudy Gay? Because because everyone was down on him because there's that whole thing. Well, Memphis traded him, and then they got better. And then Toronto traded him, and then they got better. I don't and like the get better thing for people. There's a, well, there's there's that that talk, and then now he gets added to the Spurs, and people go, "Ooh, I kind of like Rudy Gay on the Spurs." Ooh, I could see that. You know, like every time somebody goes to the Spurs or they draft somebody, people are like, "Oh, I can I can see that. Like that that guy's gonna be good." <laughs> but so, you sleeping on Rudy Gay? Or are you kind of in- are you kind of intrigued by that signing? I mean, I'm intrigued for the price. It's kind of like Derrick Rose. I mean, like, for the price, it's okay, but it's not, like, a game changer. I don't know. We'll see. I always thought Rudy Gay was an okay type of player. He's just an offensive type of player. You're not going to get a ton of defensive stuff from him. I'm intrigued to see him in San Antonio just to see how it works. Yeah, just to see how it works. But he's also coming off that Achilles injury. He's going to be turning 31 later this month. Uh, I just don't see that being a thing that goes well. I mean, we've seen the issues that Wes Matthews had coming back from his injury. Yeah. So it's going to be some sort of Wes Matthews situation, <laughs> you know, like that. Probably even worse, though. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I would sleep on him, yeah. Also, my puppy deci- <laughs> my puppy discovered the door stoppers today. Uh-oh. <laughs> and so, do you hear that? That's him chewing on it. He's just like tapping it with his paw and just like <laughs> flicking it back and forth. So, Hey, whatever keeps him entertained and makes him stop biting my toes. That's what, uh, there you go. So, uh, then the last name on the list, we'll finish with this. Oh crap. Our guy. <laughs> Dwight Powell. Oh, uh, Nick, you're sleeping on him. I'm awake. I'm fully awake on him. You know exactly what you're getting. <laughs> no, exactly what I'm getting. He's the next cornerstone piece. I mean, we could put a banner outside We've, of him. We talked about his uh, DNP CDs. So they all came after the Mavericks acquired Nerland's Noel. Hmm. Yep. Which is, just, which, is, which is just like, you know, exactly like, right. It seems like a stat that you should have known, but, you know. It's just, it, it goes down to like, and you said it in the thing you sent me. It just goes down to this. And a team that has 33 wins in a re- like you're in a rebuild and you have a player that's making ni- you have a 25 year old that's making nine million dollars a year that's your fourth highest paid player on the team or whatever he was last year he should be getting a decent amount of minutes and the fact that games he just wasn't even dressing at all that yeah that, i have issues with that well he was dressing he was just sitting on the he was just sitting on the sidelines in his jersey yeah <laughs> making the little 
cruise ship. So he, he is definitely one of those guys that has to show me something else. You know, you gotta gotta add something to your game. Be better at the that's things the that understatement. You do. But, you know, like, he can show me. Like, he can definitely prove me wrong, and I really hope that he does. You know, I hope he comes out and either plays better defensively this year or adds something offensively or, you know, like, you know, a smarter basketball player. Just just something. If he adds something, then, you know, yeah. he, could, he could get off this list pretty quick. But had to add a Maverick in there, and that was the best. That was the best uh, choice. Any other Mavericks you would sleep on? Um, man. Yeah, you're going to put me on the spot because we know the – we know the Dwight, how I feel about Dwight Powell. Um, if we say sleep on, translate means not as high on as as other as, people as some. From I yesterday's from yesterday's pod, I think you would say Dennis. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dennis Smith. <laughs> um, I'll say this, and I'll say it. I'll say it lightly, but I, I've made this note a little bit before. But I'm not as high on Seth Curry as some. So yeah, there's a lot of people that are super high and think that he's you know a piece yeah. like a you know a building block cornerstone piece. I'm like the guy just I played his to. first I, full I want season. To. Yeah, I just I'm I'm not as high I'm not as high on how much we're probably going to pay him next year. Um, yeah, there's much more that goes into that for a longer pod we could do later. For sure. So there you go. That's the piece. That is the. It's up on MavsMoneyBall.com. There are a bunch of other names on that list that we did not mention. Some of them all stars. So go and check that out at Mavs Moneyball. What else are you working on, Isaac? Oh, gosh. What am I working on now? Well, there's nothing really new right now. I have some things, com- I have some things coming out over the next few days. But I purposely, a lot, of to- a lot of times I take the first few days of the month off. It's just kind of how our writing cycle works at Fansided. It goes in kind of month cycles. So, um, yeah, I take the first few days of the month off in case something else drops. But... I'll get back rolling over the next day or so. Tight. So, all right. And I also have a piece that's on, uh, it was the most obvious piece I've ever written is who is SB nation posted some off season topics for us. And, uh, one of them was who's the best player in franchise history. <laughs> so I, I, I took a little bit of a, I took a little bit of a turn with it. So you can go check that piece out of it as well. A little I, bit. I, re- I checked it out. I, I would say I read it, but I don't know if there's much to read. I don't know if you can read it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Go check that out, Mavs Moneyball. Thanks so much. Keep subscribing to the podcast. If you want to hear a full podcast about Dirk, leave a comment and a rating on iTunes. And if we get five of those, then we will do a full podcast on Dirk. Continue to follow. Subscribe. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Peace out. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.